Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon's Pro Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller. This is a pro wrestling show. We are a little later today than usual. I had some stuff I had to do after I recorded Ups and Downs for Raw this morning, but I thought we'll just get it done anyway. We will throw that podcast out into the ether. Hey, you know, it's just what you're going to do, right? You never know what curveballs this crazy thing called life is going to throw you away. So I thought we'll just do it now. We'll do it at 3 p.m. GMT. Probably means less people will watch. But hey, you can catch up with the archive and you can go check it out in podcast form on what, what we're on. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Podcast. We're on everything but Spotify, which I am in the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? In the throes of trying to sort out at the moment. Before we even begin... Man, shout out to John the Gin in the Super Chat. He's already thrown some money in there. And again, if you can support in the Super Chat, I appreciate it. Uh, my old nickname was my first name, plus initials, Dull. But couldn't think of anything better than last week you read JN as Gin. Thanks for the idea. You're very welcome, John the Gin. If I can come up with, uh, you know, with nicknames for you all, I would absolutely do it. And I would do it with a smile on my face. Um, wrestling <laughs> is... is I mean, it's, it's almost too much going on at the moment, right? We had that awesome show on Friday, which I think by and large everybody enjoyed, even though it was the thrown together show, obviously. Then we had all the stuff over the weekend with the talent, the reason we had that show, right? The talent getting stuck in aeroplanes and Seth Rollins tweeting out that he's going to get Dave Meltzer and Dave, I mean, I just, when that stuff happens, it always blows my brain. I'm not going to judge anyone here and say anybody that's right and anybody is wrong, but I guess it does happen in quote unquote real sports. But if we're taking the Premier League over here, who's the biggest player in the Premier League right now? I'm trying to be, Harry Kane. Harry Kane would never tweet, I don't know, Jeff Winter. He's <laughs> nothing to an American audience saying, oh, you're talking crap. I find it amazing. And I understand why he's doing it. He's telling the company line. It certainly sounds like he stepped into the shoes of the locker room leader. But you think that the wrestlers themselves would just stay quiet about that stuff. It was just crazy. I couldn't believe it. I don't know how that... I guess fans are going to take it one way or the other, right? You're either with him or against him. That's just how it works in this day and age. That's how it works with Twitter. That's how it works with social media. Um, you know, it's you either like someone or you don't like someone. It's as simple as that. It really, really is. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube right now, please do smash the subscribe button. I always appreciate that. You know, the numbers go up eerily close to 100,000 at the moment. What are we on? Can I see on my thing? 87.3. And if my dumb YouTube channel gets to 100,000 views, I'll probably do, uh, I'll probably do a, a, a backflip. A uh, shout out to Dartrain24, who says Simon needs to make John the Gin merch now, lol. Um, I, I mean... I'm, I'm rubbish at selling my own merch. In fact, as it's come up, thanks, Train 24 Yes, I do have merchandise. Sometimes lovely people ask, simonmiller.bigcartel.com. I've got a new t-shirt design and some new 8x10s coming soon, which I will sign for you, of course. Uh, I need to be a better promoter. I'm not a good promoter in that sense. I find it... I feel like I'm begging a little bit, which I know is ridiculous, but we all have foibles and things like that. On that note, too, massive thank you. I do a slap on the head to everybody that joined the Patreon this week, patreon.com forward slash Simon316. There is a link in the description below if you are here now. And as always, my usual request, if you could throw even but a dollar into that thing and make it like right now, for example, if I didn't have the Patreon, I wouldn't be able to sit here at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday afternoon, usually 1 p.m., uh, and do this stuff. 
Um, but it allows me to do it. So thank you to everyone that's joined. And yeah, come follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SimonMiller316. Dan Lemley in the super chat says, it's super, it's a chat. It's a super chat. I like that. It's nice. I'll take it. I know what you're referencing to. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And got family, country, JWS says in the super chat, my brother is Raw becoming the C-show, NXT SmackDown, uh, RW. What is, I, I should know what RW is. RW, a power? Do you mean power? RW. I'm probably being stupid. Let's talk Raw. That's what we're here to do today. I don't think Raw was a bad show. A lot of people were like, oh, it's rubbish, it's terrible. Like, it was uneventful to a point. I think the issue that we had was it. we'd, we'd seen the NXT invasion done really well on, you know, two, three days prior on SmackDown. I think that's one of the best invasion angles that WWE has done for ages. Maybe even ever when you actually look into their history. And then we kind of move on to Raw, and we kind of shifted away from all the things that made that cool. Like Adam Cole didn't get a win over Seth Rollins. Uh, we, didn't see any, we didn't see any matches between NXT and Raw guys. And to me, the thing I was looking forward to, I mean, who's a guy that we didn't see? Damian Priest, for example. There's probably bigger names you could pull out there, but we'll stick with Damian Priest. You know, if Damian Priest could have got one over, I can't think of somebody now, because of course I can't. I guess a Rusev would be the equivalent to a Miz, right? And I love Rusev. But if somebody like that had beat Rusev, you would go, oh my gosh, you know, uh, a, a notable guy just lost to an NXT guy. As a fan, I now realize that I have to take these NXT superstars seriously. And that's the key with any invasion angle. You've got to take the invaders as actual threats. Otherwise, you get WCW versus WWF. When the World Championship wrestling dudes come in, they all lose. They all get, and they lose badly too. They get their asses absolutely whooped. So before long, you're like, well, why would I? Th- you're not a threat. You're nothing. You're not a danger. You're just crap. And I don't think we went that far with Raw. And let's, let's face it, the last thing we saw was Keith Lee doing an incredible dive over the top rope. And my word, do I love Keith Lee. But I just don't know why Adam Cole couldn't have beaten Seth Rollins. Is it because in the hierarchy of WWE, Seth Rollins is above Daniel Bryan? I don't know. I don't get it. Does Seth Rollins need to be protected right now? He's not really in any kind of a program. I know he just lost to Bray Wyatt. But yeah, I found that very strange. Um... And I felt like we could have hit home a lot harder that this is something to uh, to worry about. I can't wait to see what we do on Wednesday. I presume some superstars are going to turn up. I mean, maybe a Seth Rollins is there to get revenge on the Undisputed Era. I guess Daniel Bryan would want to be there. Imagine Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan are on NXT, on NXT TV. But that was the thing that kind of um, that kind of got me. And also, the I don't mean this in a, in a horrible way. I'm just trying to look at it from a WWE perspective. But the fact that the guy's chasing away the likes of, I can never pronounce his name, uh, Dijakovic. And who else says that Dijakovic? Oh, yeah, Damian Priest was out there. You know, it was Kurt Hawkins. It was Zack Ryder. It was R-Truth. You know, these, aren't guys, these are guys that WWE has told us they don't necessarily get behind as much as others. I know AJ Styles and the OC were out there too, so that was good. But... I don't know. It, it, it didn't. It just didn't hit home. It just didn't hit home. It didn't have the impact that I believed SmackDown had. Doesn't mean I'm any less interested in the feud. Uh, and I think it's important that Triple H is kind of leading the charge. I saw some t- some people saying, "Oh well, no, because he used to be the leader of the Authority, and because we secretly know he's in charge of Raw and SmackDown, he shouldn't be the leader of this ship." I disagree with that. I think you need a face, and Triple H is a massive star. Like people know who he is. Having him on TV, I don't think is going to hurt. And I guess it all depends on what the conclusion is. Like, we're not getting a three-way world title match. We are getting Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio, which I'm going to talk about in a second. So who does Adam Cole face? Is it going to be Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole? I mean, you could kind of argue that now, given what we've seen. Although you could also say maybe you could just do Adam Cole, Seth again. Because Daniel Bryan lost. Are we going to have some kind of Survivor Series team between, yeah, you know, like Dijakovic, Priest, Riddle, Lee. Maybe they'll take on... 
I mean, who was even in that brawl? I don't know. Like, are we going to do that? And is that one of the reasons we've introduced quote-unquote mid-carders? Because you can have the NXT guys run over them and nobody cares. I don't know. There's a lot of questions that need to be asked. Um, but I certainly didn't think it was a terrible episode of Raw. Uh, shout out to my man, 116Gaming, in the Super Chat, who says, been busy with college. Missed these streams so much. Hope you're having a great day. Still watch ups and downs. Support you, Simon. Have a good day. Thanks, man. Same to you. And thank you for stopping by. And I hope college is going well. College is busy. It always is. But keep smashing it. Get those grades up. Like I'm your dad. Uh, as your name is 116Gaming, I had a little chat with the, uh, the community on YouTube the other day. Thank you very much if you participated. And we used to do a uh, show called The Week in Gaming, which was my gaming podcast. And I stopped doing it just because... I don't really know, to be honest. I, I just kind of fell out, fell out with it. But we're going to bring it back. I think we're going to start bringing it back from tomorrow. And I'm just going to call it Simon Miller's Gaming Show. And we'll do it live on YouTube at 1 p.m. GMT. Uh, hopefully, it will spice up the channel a little bit. As you know, I'm still trying to grow the channel, still trying to give content to you know the way you want it. So if you like games and you want to come chat with me, don't know how long they're going to be. Um... But yeah, I'm going to start doing that, and I hope to see you. I hope to see you there. Uh, shout out to Amy Davis, who wants me to settle a bet in the super chat. And again, uh, any support and love from the super chat, thank you so much. It all allows me to do this, as we've talked about. Is there any chance of a Sable return? I don't think so. Absolutely not. I don't think she likes the wrestling business. From this is this is all speculation, but from what has come down the rumor mill, I don't think that she's a massive fan of the wrestling business anymore. She's obviously now Brock Lesnar's wife, and we know his opinion of the wrestling. I don't know. I think she's quite happy just being a stay-at-home mum, and I'm sure she has a bunch of other business projects on as well. I don't know. I don't know about her life. I don't think we'll ever see Sable back in WWE. I also don't know who it benefits. I don't think it benefits Sable. I don't think it benefits WWE. I don't mind if she wants to come back for a special appearance. It'd be nice to see her. Like She was massively popular during the Attitude Era. She was a massive reason for that success. But I doubt it very, very much. Uh, Undead FB Goo in the super chat said, thought I'd missed this. No, just started a little bit late today uh, due to life. Uh, also, all explained on the Patreon as well. We won't get into that. <laughs> Seth's pity party. The NXT version still doesn't make me want to watch NXT. I may watch a YouTube clip. It's still WWE. Well, I mean, that is interesting. That is an interesting way to look at it because that's the idea of the show, right? The show, I, I think one of the reasons they're probably doing this is because they want to load up that Wednesday show and get you to watch, or at least get you interested in it, so that even if you do watch AEW Dynamite, you also want to go watch NXT, and if that's not happening, then they haven't done their jobs. I think more people watch NXT this week. I don't think it's going to be a crazy high number. Like It's not also going to do 2.5 million viewers, but I think they'll probably get a couple of hundred thousand people tuning in. If they're smart, they'll probably hint that someone's going. A Seth Rollins, a Daniel Bryan, you know, a Roman Reigns, maybe. Champa and Roman Reigns had a little tete-for-tete -tete on Twitter. So, I, I think it will help. And I am intrigued. Like, I was terrified about the whole brand versus brand thing at Survivor Series because I felt like it was too soon from the draft. And like, that irks me. It's just my little nerd, my little nerd thing. But now they have inserted NXT and we've had these two shows, one being better than the other, but they've still piqued my interest. I'm now all right with it. I am. I'm really, really all right with it. And obviously, seeing Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler versus Bailey. if you've watched any of my stuff, you know I'm a, I love Shayna Baszler. I don't think she's held the title too long at all. I'd have her hold the title forever. And then whoever beats her can get all of that shine. Uh, Bailey obviously needs to do something massive on Friday now because she feels like an afterthought. But no, I'm, I'm so behind that match. Uh, I think Shayna Baszler is great. Becky Lynch is always great. We know what she's done the last year or so. None of the titles are on the line, so hopefully we can have some fun with that. I, you know, What I would do is I'd have Shayna Baszler beat Becky Lynch and then build to a WrestleMania rematch and Becky can get her win back because you want to see the good guy go over. But I think that's going to be awesome. And that's why I don't mind that we're doing brand versus brand versus brand because I like some of the matches on the table. Although, what other matches do we have right now? Because they haven't actually announced that many. Uh, we are going to talk about 
Brock in a second, my favourite thing from the whole show. But at the moment, you got that triple threat match. I knew there was something else. Got the Viking Raiders versus the Revival versus the Undisputed Era in a triple tag threat. I mean, that would be awesome. That's Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. It also means there's a strong suggestion that we could get Roderick Strong versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. And if WWE is doing anything right now to try and uh, rehab their image or let people know that they can have matches of the same ilk as an AEW, let those three go. Can you imagine Styles versus Nakamura versus Strong? Doesn't matter what you think of their characters or what you think of their personas or whatever. In terms of pure match quality, if they're up for it, be amazing. There's no two ways about it. Shout out to David Estabrook who says, is there any chance Seth actually joins NXT? Why not? I mean, probably not now because he got jumped by the Undisputed Era. I think it was a tease just for that show. But look, he needs a new direction. You probably got to turn him heel at this point. I don't know whether joining NXT makes him a heel, but it would make the narrative, it would give us a surprise, it would give us a shock twist in the narrative. Uh, it's not like a Stone Cold Steve Austin joining the Alliance situation in 2001 in the sense that nobody wanted to see that. And I think right now Seth's lost a bit of his momentum, so hopefully it would light a fire under him. So yeah, I wouldn't mind it at all. I wouldn't be against it. Whether or not I think it's going to happen is a different, is a different thing entirely. But I hope, I hope they've got some ideas. I mean, Survivor Series is a good three, three weeks away. So let's let it eke out. The only thing I am worried about, it does feel like we're just going to go back to task. The main event for SmackDown this week is Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin, which of course is what it was meant to be uh, last Friday. I was kind of hoping they would have watched that and gone, oh, maybe we can do some fresh things. But hey ho, you know, we'll judge it. We'll judge it when we get there. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Like the last thing anybody wants to hear. Josh Taylor in the super chat says, "My man, Josh, which brand wins at super super chat? <laughs> Sorry, which brand wins at Survivor Series? You have to have NXT go over to keep more eyes on them, right? Keep up the good work, dude. Thanks, my friend. Uh, I hope we don't do it like that because last year, let's not forget, we had a whitewash on SmackDown and it was awful. I would much rather do it where we're not keeping." No brand wins, but maybe Shayna Baszler gets a win and maybe AJ Styles gets a win and uh, whatever. You know, just say we have that triple threat match. Daniel Bryan gets a win. You know, I don't, I don't want it to be a little score counter. I don't think that works. I think the feud should become personal. And while the individual can certainly claim brand supremacy at the end of it, I don't want another score counter thing. I think we'll probably get it, but I was so soured on that last year. I don't really want to see it again. Um, my man, good family, country, and JWS says in the super chat, NXT and SmackDown are better products than Raw. Seth is a clown, bro, and Vince is to blame. The cell match was throwing dirt on the grave. Burn it down, lol. I mean, you, you're only echoing the feelings of a lot of people. Uh, we did a video on what culture about this. Uh, and it's difficult to talk about because when, when we say uh, WWE hasn't treated Seth right, I'm talking about the last couple of months. I understand they've turned him into a top star. He's been a multiple-time world champion. He's beaten Brock Lesnar twice. Well, they have gone behind him. They have made his career. But I'm just saying in the last six to eight weeks, they've put him in positions that were a bit silly. They've made mistakes. And that, that's my issue with it. Not really even an issue. Just, a, a, just an observing thing. It's wrestling, right? It's entertainment. We judge it on what we see. But of course... Yeah, I, 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 did that. I said that on the ups and down, the Y video we did. I'm not saying that he's been treated badly by WWE at all. He's not like someone... I said this as well. It's a quote. Somebody like Mojo Rawley would kill to be in that position. Probably literally. He'd probably kill No Way Jose. And, you know, when he combined their two sort of hierarchy statuses, he'd be able to jump up the ladder a little bit. But he has been misjudged. He's been misplaced as of late. That's, that, I, I do agree with that. Uh, and I hope it turns around for him because I've got no ill will towards anybody. He's, a, he's an incredible wrestler. And it's a shame we're not talking about his in-ring work at the moment. We're focusing on other things. Um, 
is it Malarkey Quinn? I hope that's right. Malarkey Quinn? I hope that's right. I probably got your name wrong. I'm a terrible person. In the Super Chat, he says, Survivor Series is the best chance to turn NXT into a main brand as opposed to its third brand feeling. It will allow more main roster talent to transcend over in the draft. I totally agree. I think that's probably one of the reasons they're doing it. They need to start treating it like a real show, quote-unquote, because they need people to watch it on Wednesdays, especially because right now it's gone dynamite, 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 and they don't want that. I still, I think it's smart in one way. We said this yesterday. You know, I'm not saying this was the case or not, but now it is incredible that no one talks about WWE versus AEW. It's NXT versus AEW. So you could also say, almost say like uh, NXT has been used as a scapegoat in all of this, or not a scapegoat, but a... Uh, you know, a life preserver. They throw it in the way to take all the heat. But I hope that's what we get. I hope this all serves each brand as much as it can. Because Raw still needs, you know, Raw is the A show. Maybe not anymore, but it is in some sense. We don't want to bury that. SmackDown's on Fox. Got to push that hard. And yeah, NXT needs the biggest, the biggest push of them all. So let's hope that when we get to the end of it, it will be all good. Uh, right, Bailey versus, Bro- Bailey versus Brock Lesnar. That would be a match soon. Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. I love it. And I love it because it's not what I expected. I'm so conditioned when I watch WWE programming to assume that some feuds won't go anywhere. And I don't know whether it's because the Cain Velasquez knee injury is worse than WWE thought. So now they're like, oh, we've got to do something. We have a built-in storyline with Ray. And I also get that some people think we're going to get to Survivor Series and Mysterio just gets his ass kicked. That very well could happen. But I'm loving the ride. And right now, I'm just going to enjoy the ride. It's like I'm in an awesome Ferrari. And when I get out, the Ferrari is going to burst into flames. As long as I'm not in it and no one else is and everyone's safe, it's all good. And also, when do you ever see Brock Lesnar in that kind of vulnerable position? It's awesome. It's great. Like, you know, he got beaten up with a pipe or a bat, whatever the hell it was. He got hit with a title belt. Rey Mysterio proved he could chop him down. Brock Lesnar limps out of there. We get told later on he wasn't able to leave under his own strength. I just, I love... I, I, I just think it's great. And I think Brock Lesnar has his best matches with smaller dudes. And name me a better smaller dude than, than Rey Mysterio. Probably one of the best, if not the best ever. Guaranteed Hall of Famer. Guaranteed legend. Change the industry. Change the business. I, I can't wait. I know they had a match sort of about 2002 or something like that. But I want to see one now. I want to see a, a renewed, a modern rivalry. between. And I like the story. The story's nice and simple. Brock Lesnar beat up Rey's kid. Rey didn't like it. And now he's coming to take what, uh, what's important to Brock, which is his title. Again, I don't think it's going to happen. I'd love for it to happen because then you get a really awesome, satisfying end to that story. But it's far better than Rey Mysterio. What was Rey Mysterio doing before this? Having, you know, inconsistent matches. Not in terms of the ring, but in terms of the uh, the appearance of them. He was in an inconsistent feud with Andrade that kind of started, then stopped. Then he was going to retire, then he didn't. I'd much rather have this. I, um, yeah, I, 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 I just think it's great. And I love the fact they gave Rey all this stuff. I love the promo Rey cut looking right down the camera. The whole Dominic thing gives you sympathy or empathy, depending whether you have a family or not. Top marks all round. I will take Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio at Survivor Series is far more interesting to me than Brock Lesnar versus The Fiend versus Adam Cole. Don't get me wrong. I would want to see that out of pure, like, what on earth are we going to do? But it's rare that we actually see a storyline that kind of develops organically, WWE jump all over it, and put it in the main event of one of their quote-unquote big four pay-per-views. And I'm all right to ride that train right through to the station. So, yes, I think it's great. I imagine Brock and Ray have known each other for a long time, so they're happy to work together in terms of there's no, oh, you're small, you're big. What we do in the ring, I don't know, because Ray's got to be the smallest guy that Brock has fought for a while. But I, I look, I sat there and I had a huge smile on my face. I think it's excellent. I think it's awesome. Um, and... Again, I don't know how I feel about the Viking Raiders versus the Revival versus the Undisputed Era. I think that'd be good. They're all amazing. I mean, they're all NXT tag teams, right? So actually, that will be brilliant. 
but I know that when all was said and done, I was like, Brock versus Ray, sign me up. And I know some, some guy on Twitter was like, oh, it's going to be rubbish. Brock's just going to beat him in 10 minutes. Who cares? It was, it was crap. Don't care. Okay, that's cool. But it was, I bet it's still entertaining. I really, really do. And also, we, we were never meant to get this. We were never meant to get this. Shout out to Peter, uh, shout out to Peter Lang as well, who's just subscribed to the channel. Thank you so much for Peter. Uh, I'd appreciate if everybody else could do that as well if you haven't already. And a big shout out to my man, Anthony Taggle, who has supported this channel and the patron and everything so much this week. Anthony, you are my MVP. If such a thing exists, you, you humbled me and blew my brain for, for a good few days. Thank you so much, my friend. Just says, hey, Simon, just wanted to show some love, mate. And you certainly have, dude. Uh, I owe you. Thank you so much. You, you've helped me beyond words. You're a good man. So yeah, MVP, Anthony Taggle. And my man Nick C in the super chat as well. Not going to lie, I like the with or against NXT angle with Seth. It's already way better than when he was prior. Back to work for me. Love you, dude. And you, my friend, enjoy work. I hope it goes all right. We will talk soon, of course. Yeah, you're right. I think it was a good reset for Seth. He needed to do something. I still hope we turn him heel. I think it's the right thing to do. But I was intrigued. There was a rumor earlier in the day yesterday that he was going to quit and jump to SmackDown. I was like, oh, no, don't do that. It's the last thing. Let's come up with something new for Bray Wyatt. You know, let's, let's start a new, a new feud on Friday. And I don't think this is over for Seth. I think Seth now is probably going to be one of the main faces that injects himself into the whole NXT thing. I don't think it's going to end with him joining NXT because you don't want to lose Seth from Raw and put him on Wednesday nights, especially because you just put Finn Balor there. I think that would be too confusing or maybe a bit too much too soon. But for the length of this angle, if you want to have him feature for the next few weeks, why the hell not? And then he moves on to somebody else. The question is who? I don't have the answer to that. I guess we have to talk about the Kabuki Warriors versus Natalia and Charlotte Flair. I don't know. I don't I don't understand why Charlotte Flair and Natalia are a tag team. I don't understand why they beat the Kabuki Warriors. I don't understand why at that one point Charlotte didn't make the tag despite being this close. If nothing else, I understand why Natalia won. She got all that, you know, she just had an incredible feat, an incredible moment at Crown Jewel, and you want to carry on with that. But why couldn't we have done a storyline between those two? We kind of did with Lacey Evans and Natalia as you know, etchy as it was. Why couldn't we have had a story between Charlotte and Natalia getting together and working their way up to beat the Kabuki Warriors in a non-title match and then have a title match? I was listening to Wrestling Observer Radio on my drives earlier because that's why we weren't able to do it at 1pm today. And he, Dave Meltzer was suggesting that potentially we're not even getting a title match between Charlotte Flair and the Kabuki Warriors and Natalia. And I'm like, why? <laughs> That's just what I saw. It's very, very strange. I don't know what happened to the Kyrie saying Oscar Becky Lynch stuff. This is the only... I don't get too critical about WWE. I like to keep everything as fresh and as easygoing as possible because it is just resting at the end of the day as much as I love it. But it is moments when they do stuff like this where I'm like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Why can't we just tell easy storylines? That's an easy storyline. It doesn't have to last more than a few weeks. But at least keep it going and give it a conclusion rather than going, right, we'll stop dead now and we'll return to it after the Survivor Series gets out the way. That's when people get confused, or at least I do. Maybe I'm stupid. But I, so many times I go on Google and I search for like WWE results to try and see what I've missed. <laughs> I, don't think I don't have to do that watching any other drama, comedy, or thriller television show that I may peruse on a weekly basis. I usually understand. Uh, fashionable Time Wasted in the Super Chat says, Hi, Simon. The one advantage of being home from work ill is I can watch your show live. Thanks for cheering me up whilst I feel like death warmed up. Dude, that's no good at all. Or sending you all the healthy thoughts to the power of magic of YouTube. It sucks when you're ill as well. As soon as you're ill, all you want to do is be better. Nothing else matters. It's an incredible thing. You can have a thousand worries and then you get sick and you're like, right now, just give me my health back 
And then I deal with all those problems and then you just go back to worrying about all the problems. But that's just what we do as human beings. So dude, thank you very much for watching. If I can cheer you up when you're ill, that's my pleasure. And yeah, I hope you wake up tomorrow and it's all just gone and you can get back to, uh, to, to smashing it. My man Geeked Out Nation Super Chat says, so is Seth joining NXT him turning heel or face? That's why I don't think he's going to, If I, you know, if someone comes in here right now, that's why I don't think that he, is, I don't think he's going to do it. To me, if you join NXT, you're cool. You're a badass. You know, NXT don't come across like heels to me, especially because they're like Triple H, which is who everybody loves these days. And that's why I think they'll keep him away from it. And also, if you do want to turn him heel, which I have a slight suspicion that we may do, then absolutely don't put him with NXT. I mean, the thing is, if you turn him heel, who's your top baby face on Raw? I can't even think of one. There probably is one that I'm forgetting. I don't think, I, mean, I don't know, maybe AJ, you could turn him back. I, no, I, 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 I don't think he will join, and I think it would make him more of a baby, so maybe you do do it. I don't know. My man, Shun Gilhorn, in the super chat says, how do you not have Balor, the biggest story in WWE right now, or Gargano, Mr. NXT, featured in this invasion angle? Well, this is a hard one, because you are right, my friend Sean. Those two guys should be involved. But I think the problem is Finn Balor hasn't established himself enough as an NXT talent. And you could tell that story easy enough. I just think this is the way they're looking at it. And because he is feuding with Johnny Gargano, I think they've gone, well, maybe we don't have to involve both of them. With that said, we are only two shows into this angle. So maybe they are going to appear. I don't know. I would like to see them involved. But also Finn Balor right now to me feels a bit like a renegade. He doesn't feel like an NXT loyal, you know, a loyalist or anything like that. He feels like a guy. I don't even. I, I just. I still think he's too synonymous with Raw and SmackDown. So I mean, you could argue. Well, yeah, the counterpoint to that is then put him in the NXT stuff, and people will realize. And maybe if they completely missed him joining NXT, they'll be more into it. But I mean, they should be really. If that's the case, I th that's the only issue we've got with the timings of this. Finn Balor's jump. I don't know why Johnny Gargano's not involved. That is weird. But Finn Balor's jump on you know a show that he was uh, a mainstay on for years and then him coming back and going oh i'm against you now you certainly could do it it's not like out of the realms of possibility but i understand why someone may be like can we involve finn i don't know but again he may turn up on smackdown he may something may happen on wednesday and someone runs into finn balor and he turns up on raw i don't I, I probably think that he won't but the option must be there it must have been discussed and if not why not uh, David Estabrook in the Super Chat says, Any chance you could say happy birthday to my father-in-law, Arthur, and my wife, Alicia? Also, Rusev has to be the most likely loop superstar to leave, right? Uh, well, first off, happy birthday to Arthur, and happy birthday to Alicia. I hope you're having great days. Happy 5th of November birthday, 2019. And remember, the birthday is the weirdest thing of all time. Because none of us choose when our birthdays are going to be, and none of us choose to be born, and yet every year people will wish us good cheer, which is really nice when you think about it. But shout out to those two guys. Have a great birthday. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Rusev is liking his new position. I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think that he would. But it depends on his contract. It depends on what he wants from wrestling. I think that Rusev is still so untainted that if he wanted to go and join AEW, it wouldn't feel like a WWE reject, which is the you know the connotation that some people think that the, the, the jumps across has. I think he would be seen as someone people like, we can push him properly now. So Rusev certainly doesn't have that taint on him. I would like, I mean, depend, I, mean I, 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 want, I mean, I didn't get the angle on Raw with all those guys. I said this on ups and downs. It felt like I was watching somebody's dream come to life because, well, A, because Bobby Lashley got injured because he banged Lana too much. Like that sounds like something I'd read on the internet. And then Rusev was mad, and then he couldn't fight Bobby Lashley because of his groin. So Drew McIntyre came out for no reason. And then they were all beating him up to give a DQ, and Ricochet was out. And then Drew McIntyre couldn't care less. It was all, 
It's all over the place. And I've already had tweets going, I can't believe you gave that an up. I think some people don't understand my system. It wasn't bad, just confusing. And there's a difference between bad, confusing, and just confusing. I need to see where it's going to go. I guess it's going to be Drew McIntyre and Lashley versus Ricochet and Rusev at some point, probably next week on Raw. And then maybe you do those singles matches. I don't know. Uh, but I could certainly see him leaving. Um, I don't think he'd be overly happy with his spot, but it depends on what he thinks he can achieve on the outside or what other people think his worth is. Maybe WWE's offered him a crazy amount of money, and if he wants to take it, more power to him. Uh, Chicken Salad in the Super Chat says, do you think you could do another comments video? Absolutely. That's always on my list, uh, and I, I'm always gathering quotes as and when I go. We will do one soon. I'll reply to some comments, but don't just go and leave a bunch of negative comments because it's really easy to tell the real ones from the fake ones. But yes, that is on. I'd like to kind of do that when we got to 100,000, but that may be a while off, so maybe I'll do it sooner too. Uh, Geek Tough Nation says, uh, enough women for good tag division, yet we don't. Uh, we don't feature the women. I mean, we've got Carmella. I know some of these are injured. We've got Carmella, Ember Moon, Natalia, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, uh, Naomi, Dana Brooke. Oh, I'll be missing loads, won't I? Oh, we've got Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss. The, I mean, yeah, you could do a better tag team division. But yeah, we don't. <laughs> You're right, Geeked Out Nation. We just don't. But you could argue we don't have a massively... We have a good tag team division, but it's never a focal point of the company. I was listening to 83 Weeks, the, the podcast with Eric Bischoff. Um, which I, I find all of Conrad Thompson's podcasts very enjoyable. I just do. I think that I like the structure of them. And I feel like I've learned something when I'm done with them. And he was talking about tag team wrestling when he was you know, producing and making Nitro. And he made a really great point about um, how when he's looking at it from a, a, a financial and monetary point of view, he's, he's a bit like... You know, if I want to build a tag team division, I need at least eight teams. So that's going to cost me more money and it costs, you know, putting more people in segments. And so you should listen to it. It's a Scott Hall episode. But he did kind of open my eyes as to why maybe Vince McMahon also doesn't like tag team wrestling. I don't know if there is a connection there. I love tag team wrestling as a fan. I think it's a great way to spice things up on a show and you can be really creative with more guys and girls in the ring. But maybe it's the same thing. Maybe financially he doesn't see it as viable as we all do. But it's very interesting. Eric Bischoff is, um, you'd be, regardless of what you think about Eric Bischoff, does have a very good handle of the wrestling business. And let's not forget, he did change the wrestling business. Uh, Nitro introduced a lot of things that none of us were used to and that are still apparent today. And even that was like 20 odd years ago. Uh, Ryan Freshwater in the Super Chat says, Hey Simon, I've been watching you for around four years on What Culture and around YouTube. Four years. That's incredible, man. Thank you so much for all the entertainment and positivity over the years. Keep it up. You're awesome, my dude. Man, Ryan, that is thank you so much. And you put that in the super chat as well, which is doubly nice. Well, man, as I always say, if you guys, Ryan included, didn't watch, I wouldn't be able to do this. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving me your time. And in this instance, thank you for the kind words as well. It's very, very humbling. Uh, like I said, when I do this stuff, you know, I, I do want to have an audience. Of course I do. We all have that ego. But I do it because I love it. And I'm very fortunate to be in a position where I can. But to think there's actually, I don't actually think about that you're actually out there somewhere watching me on a screen. And when I do, it kind of blows my brain a little bit. Maybe that's why I don't think about it. I just drop down dead. But yeah, thank you, Ryan. Look, man, if you've been watching me for four years, you're a major reason why I, I'm still able to do this. So thank you, dude. I'm clicking a load of stuff now. Thank you so much. And I hope you're having a, a good day. My man, Christopher Sermans, good name, in the super chat says, I can see the double term where Rollin agrees to join Triple H but turns to Survivor Series. Easy way to build heel heat, in my opinion. I thought that. Do you remember when Kurt Angle did that with the invasion angle? I can see us doing something similar. Uh, and I think it would give a different edge to Rollins' character. And yeah, hopefully that can be the turn for him being an asshole that we actually want to boo. 
because he's getting he's getting booed already. So yeah, Chris, I think it's a good idea. I think it would serve the story. It's something we can get out of quite quickly because it only has to last a month. And then maybe the Seth Rollins character feels a bit fresh. It feels a bit different. Feels a bit new because he needs to do something. It, let's say that the, the program with Rey Mysterio for Brock Lesnar is done at Survivor Series. You can't go back to Brock versus Seth. You can't do that three times in a year. It doesn't have the, uh, the weight to hold up for, for multiple programs. So he needs to be put in a different position. And when you can't, maybe Drew McIntyre's a guy he could face, but then is he in the right position to do that? Because you want Drew McIntyre to be a super heel, and right now Seth isn't the super baby face. That would help. It, it means you can't do the... Um, the McIntyre feud, but maybe we don't have to do that. I don't know. And my man, Dartrain24 in the super chat says, I will get to you once this thing works. There we go. Balor's whole reason for turning is because he's jealous that Johnny is now considered the heart and soul of NXT. He's as NXT as it gets. Well argued, Dartrain24. But maybe that's another reason they're not using him. Because why would he stamp? Maybe because... <laughs> I don't know. In my head, but then you could just use one of them. Maybe they're not using those two because it would be silly if they were working together. But then on the flip side, you're like, yeah, but then just use one. <laughs> you could use Johnny Gargano, but Finn Balor doesn't have to be there. I think we need to see what Finn Balor says on Wednesday. I think it needs to be addressed. If they address it on Wednesday, all is good. Even if Finn Balor goes, because I didn't want to. Okay, that's fine. I'm more focused on Johnny Gargano. But I think there is logic. I think you have logic, and, and I think we need to address it. That's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, Bush and Ryan, Cat in the Super Chat. Hand on heart. Is WrestleMania 2020 the year Taker goes into the Hall of Fame? <sighs> yeah, I, I think at this stage, The Undertaker will go into the Hall of Fame where they really can't find anybody else to headline. I don't mean that as disrespectful to The Undertaker, but I mean, he's such a shoo-in, you could do it like now. You could just say, oh, we're just going to do a random ceremony on the 5th of November, and people go, yeah, cool, man, it's The Undertaker. Um, it, I guess it depends on when he wants to go in. I know some guys don't like to go in until they've officially retired, and it doesn't sound like he's planning to do that soon. I also think if he is going to do it in Dream World, I'd like them to tie it into a story, like the whole Ric Flair thing. One of my favorite angles ever, that was. I was reading a thread the other day where people were like, oh, I didn't like it because I knew Ric Flair was going to lose. That's like watching a rom-com and being surprised when the couple gets together at the end. It's okay knowing the, the ending, as long as it's satisfying and you enjoyed it. That's the key. Um, so yeah, maybe, but you know, the Undertaker has such tenure and longevity these days. It's up to him. He can go in whenever the hell he wants, and I don't think anyone's going to complain. I, I genuinely don't think anyone could argue he's not a Hall of Famer, and there will be somebody because it's the internet. But that's how I see it. Geeked Out Nation, the super chat says it's a shame that in Rusev time in so it's a shame that for Rusev's time in the company, the angle that we always get with him and Lana is a cheating storyline. Why does it happen every time with them? I would guess because Lana is an attractive blonde woman and Rusev is meant to be... Oh, I, know. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I was trying to think of things that <laughs> could make that work. I guess because it's going to the well and they think it's a good idea and they tried it. This time, it's probably because they tried it once and it got ruined when they announced they're actually getting engaged. I think they've been less sort of vocal about that on social media this time. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not... I don't know. I just don't care about storylines like that. I just don't. They don't do much for me. I never enjoy them. They never really work in WWE. I don't know. It's weird because obviously his first tenure when Lana was his manager and he was just running right through everybody up to WrestleMania 30 was amazing. It's one of the best runs ever to the point that's why I still like him now. So why we backtracked on that, I, I, I couldn't answer. I'd love to be able to answer, but I can't. 
Uh, Panther King of the Super Chat says, Taker and Kane should be in the Hall of Fame this year. I mean, while I agree with you, I don't think we'd do both because they can both headline and WWE's running out of headliners for Hall of Fame spots. Maybe Kane will go in next year over The Undertaker. I could see that. I could see that. Y2J Lee in the Super Chat says, I've stopped watching wrestling for a while, slightly up to date, but is now a good time to get back into watching it? It looks very good. Well, I think you've got more choice now than ever. So that's a benefit. So if you do dip your toe back into Raw or SmackDown and you don't like it, there is NXT or AEW or MLW or Impact or New Japan. Um, but I don't, I think, is it a good time to get back into wrestling right now? I would say yes, just because of the over, overwhelming amount of choice. Uh, and I don't know how other people feel about this. I always enjoy Raw and SmackDown on some level. I think it's because I get to then rant and rave in front of a camera. Uh, that does, you know, switch my viewpoint on it a little bit. But yeah, I think AEW is a great show. I think most people, especially a Laps fan like yourself, Lee, would get into it. And there's so many independent promotions or smaller companies that you'd also get something from. Then yes, I'd say this was a good time to, to step your foot back in. And as I always say, if you like Raw and SmackDown, that's all good. Don't worry, you know, don't worry about everyone saying you can't like it. Yes, you can. It's okay. Uh, Ark of the Wild in the Super Chat. Somebody else I'm going to shout out. Massive support this week. Was really, really kind to me in the Patreon. So thank you so much, Ark of the Wild. Uh, just says, got to get ready for a meeting. Have a great day. Ark of the Wild, good luck with your meeting. And thank you so much. Uh, I Hopefully you've received my Patreon message. We can have a chat about everything on there. But yes, dude, thank you so much. Again, another person that blew my brain this week. Shout out to my man, Ark of the Wild. Geek Out Nation says, that's why AEW is fresh. Teams feathered so heavily. Yeah, it's true. No, it's true. Like, I never expect to see the Young Bucks in singles competition or private party or SCU. I see them as tag teams, and that's because that's how they've been presented to me. And WWE doesn't really do that. Like, I always expect them to be split up at some point, which is why the New Day have been somewhat of a revelation. Uh, and the cool thing about that is, though, if you're into tag team wrestling, then watch All Elite, right? You know, WWE doesn't have to copy everything AEW does and vice versa. It's okay just to have a product that doesn't have that much tag team wrestling. Another one, the things are the greatest thing ever. Good. There's my, there's my reasonings for, for watching one over the other or vice versa. Uh, Jacob Donnelly in the Super Chat says, Interesting Survivor Series is doing brand versus brand except for the world titles. I do think it's a good idea and I don't think Braid needs to be at the pay-per-view. Hell yes, Jacob. You and me are of a similar ilk. You know, what is The Fiend going to do? Who he's going to feud with now? These are the questions we have. But if you want to leave Moss Survivor Series entirely, let him be a lurking figure, then do it. Just make sure there's a storyline reason for it as opposed to Brock Lesnar, which was just, yeah, I ain't coming. But you don't need to put him in matches just for the sake of it, even though that he is the champ. Again, Brock Lesnar proved that's the case too, regardless of what you think about all that. And you can't do that for too long. But also way back in the day, I get it, different industry, different landscape. The champion barely ever appeared all the time. You know, you paid to see the champ. So, uh, yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I don't mind it at all. Although, I guess, what are we going to... I don't know, maybe do nothing. I do nothing. And also, the women's match is a brand versus brand match, right? So that's fine, too. All the titles are not on the line, but they're certainly going to be, uh, they're going to be involved. I'm intrigued to see what they do with Survivor Series. I think it's going to be far better than I was anticipating. Again, because I'm a nerd and I get worried about the brand split. But this is so much more interesting. I'm happy to kind of give it a free pass. AJ Parker in the Super Chat says, Say hello to the new Simon Miller women's tag team of Nikki Crocs and Becky Lunch. Sorry, Bucky Lynch. <laughs> That's true. Hope you're well, my friend. This is true. All, all uh, verbal typos I have made either on here or ups and downs. Bucky Lynch. 
I did say that. Better name. And Nikki Crocs. Obviously, Nikki Cross. This is what I do. Because sometimes I just rant. Sometimes I rant and rave. And sometimes I really do my takes. But sometimes I'm like, I think that's quite amusing. And I keep it in. Bucky Lynch was just amusing. So I kept it in. Bucky Lunch would have been even better. So that's something you buy from Boots. Uh, my man Anthony Taggle, just a hero this week, massively. Do you think WWE puts NXT over big at Survivor Series? Well, if you'd asked me that after Friday, I would have said yes. But now after seeing Raw, I'm not so sure anymore. Um, they didn't come as strong, uh, off as strong as I was expecting. I hope so. Uh, at least I think you want to make sure there's one big match that NXT guy wins. And that's why I hope we don't do, you know, 1-2-1 one, one in terms of like score brackets. But I don't think they're going to come across. I don't think they're going to come out to the side feeling like Conquerors or Warriors or anything like that. I mean, from what we've got, from the three matches we've got, I know they're not all brand versus brand. I imagine that Brock wins. I would imagine that the Undisputed win, Undisputed Era does win the tag team match. And I think Shayna Baszler wins the triple threat. So there, that is two NXT people that they can lean on, they can rely on. And hopefully that will be enough to make people go, oh, they're serious. And that's what we need to do. At the other side, it's not WCW that's going to vanish. NXT is going to go on. There has to be some parts of it where you go, well, they dominated there. So let's go, just go check out what they're doing. Or now I need to take them more seriously than maybe I did before. Uh, Raghaven N in Super Chat says, This Lashley, Rusev, Lana stupidity should end soon. After Survivor Series, hope we get Lesnar versus Lashley, both similar in many ways. I think you've got to turn Bobby Face to do that. I don't think anybody's going to be invested if it's Lesnar versus Lashley and they're both heels. I'd like to see it. I know Bobby Lashley desperately wants to do it. He brings it up in interviews a lot. And yeah, I, I, I do think Brock has his best matches with smaller dudes, but that doesn't mean we can't do bigger matches and that is one that i would like to see too just a one and done uh, and just to get through it i would imagine the payoff is at survivor series for lashley rusev and lana rusev's got a win if rusev loses he's got like an absolute nerd so hopefully he just beats bobby lashley but then you have to figure out what we do with bobby lashley what do you do with lana is lana just going to keep managing bobby lashley lana can't get back with rusev on tv because we'll all go rusev what are you doing you're like the friend that didn't listen and then you're just gonna you know you're not be his friend anymore so we may have actually booked him into a corner here, or Lana, I should say. We'll find out, as always. Ivan I in the Super Chat just says, hand on heart. Enough said. Hand on heart to Ivan I, and hand on heart for everybody in the Super Chat. Why we do that, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just something I did once, and it stuck. Uh, Albert Merkazvik. I always get that wrong. Hopefully, it's right, Albert. How are you today, Simon? Going to the gym now for the first time since my football injury, and I am really excited. Well, dude, I know that day. I've been there after injuries. There is nothing better, especially when you get through it without any pain. So I'm glad you've recovered, my friend. Uh, I hope it's a good session. Take it easy. Don't push it. Make sure you warm up. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to re-injure anything. But no, I know, I know how great that is. I've been there. Uh, I'm very well too. Thank you very much, my friend. I'm excited for you. It's odd. I still get excited going to the gym to this day, which is why it's so easy is the wrong word. But people always say, Simon, where do you find the motivation to go to the gym all the time? Because I love it. And days that I take off because it's good to rest. I'm like, man, this sucks. Uh, so yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. Enjoy it. Kick its ass, but smartly. You've got to work yourself back up to where you were. Uh, my man Prish in the super chat says, I wish it was Kevin Owens instead of Seth in this story. Yeah, I think that would be more interesting. Uh, the reason Kevin Owens hasn't been on TV is obviously his stepfather passed away. So I think we're allowed to give everybody involved a free pass. Uh, you know, real life is far more important than, than make-believe. Um, I would just keep Kevin Owens off TV now. I know he came back and he stunned AJ Styles. I would pick that feud up after we're out of Survivor Series because obviously they're involved elsewhere. I know it's going to feel a little bit scatty, but again, you have to take the rough with the smooth. It's far more important than a wrestling show. So, 
uh, yeah, I would just keep him off. I wouldn't involve him in this at all. It's a shame. He hasn't had the best run since he's come back, Kevin Owens. Poor guy. Uh, Sean Gilhorn on Super Chat says, If Brock and Ray are having a match at Survivor Series, what do WWE do with The Fiend and no champ versus champ match? Well, look, you can still do The Fiend versus Adam Cole. As far as I know, Adam Cole is not booked for that show. I don't think that benefits Adam Cole at all. But Vince McMahon may sit as an easy way for The Fiend to get another win. And would we be against that? I don't know. That's what we wanted. We wanted Bray Wyatt to go through people. And now that he is. Otherwise, yeah, we've discussed not having him on the show. Let him be an ominous presence, depending on who he's going to feud with next. You could put him against someone like The Miz, should you so wish, and have him destroy somebody like that. I don't think he needs to be involved. I don't see why The Fiend would care about NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. I don't think The Fiend should even know he's on a show. He should just walk around like the crazy person that he is. But we need to tell that story. You know, we need to plant those seeds so that if he's not on it, you're like, oh, I understand there's an issue here, as opposed to he's just not on it because we couldn't think of anything. And that, that, that's what we want to stay away from. Uh, yeah, so we will... Uh, we, we, I, I like the fact that I don't know right now. I guess we're going to do The Miz TV with The Fiend again on Friday. It certainly seems we're just redoing that show and I guess then I'll have more answers. I hope he comes out as Firefly Funhouse Bray. I think there will be, if we do it right, we'll be creating a really interesting situation that we haven't seen much in WWE. Vincent Miles in the Super Chat says, Hey Simon, since you got me interesting months ago, I love that. I love that. What are some must-see matches that I need to watch? Thanks for the content, my dude. It blows my brain when people say I got them into wrestling. How is that even a thing? I massively appreciate it, and you're very, very welcome. But uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, matches you must see are we talking about of all time I mean, my favorite match ever as i always say is bret hart versus stone cold steve austin versus wrestlemania 13 the best bit is if you watch the video that plays before that it just tells you about the whole feud so that you get it um if we're focusing on wwe yeah john cena versus cm punk man in the bank 2011 for the same reasons macho man ricky steamboat wrestlemania 3 uh, same with Hogan Andre, just for the significance of it. I get a kick out of Hogan Warrior at WrestleMania 6. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, either one at the WrestleManias. There'll be other ones I'm not thinking of too. Punk versus Undertaker, I love. Punk versus Brock, I love at SummerSlam. Brian versus uh, John Cena, I love at SummerSlam with a turn by Orton at the end. I like Brock versus Cena also at SummerSlam the year prior or after. I always get that confused. Outside of that, other matches you should watch. I mean, if we go back to WCW, you should watch Goldberg versus DDP from Halloween Havoc. You should watch Goldberg versus Hogan from the Nitro in the Georgia Dome because that's incredible. Uh, you should watch all the Omega Ricarda stuff because I do think they're brilliant. I wouldn't call them the best few, the best matches ever, but they're right up there. You should, they should be in the conversation. Flair versus Steamboat if you want some old school stuff. Uh, you're just crazy to see Ric Flair working that kind of style. That's enough. <laughs> that's, the, that's enough. And they're all on the network, as far as I know, as well. Uh, Jacob Donnelly, the Super Chat, says, What do you think Cody's big announcement this Wednesday will be? I know, I saw that. I don't know. And that's an awful answer, Jacob, but I tried to think of this. Um, I have no idea. I mean, what could it be? I don't know what it could be. Maybe that he's going to give his give up uh, put his career on the line but you won't do that because he's probably going to lose i have no idea man and that's why i like it i shouldn't know what these announcements are going to be this is a real key thing for AEW as well because sometimes wwe would go oh we've got this major announcement and we're like oh my gosh what's it going to be and they go nikki cross moved to smackdown i love nikki cross she's really good but that is not going to get me super excited so AEW now and again they're at another moment another sort of uh, crossroads no no pun intended well massively where we need to now be taught that if somebody in AEW tells you they're going to make a big announcement, they're going to make a big announcement. So every time they do do it, you're like, oh my gosh, what's the announcement going to be? Which is why I like the fact there's judges, and we've talked about it. Uh, but I have no idea. Let me know in the chat. 
Who's what's the Cody Rhodes announcement going to be? It can be daft or real answers. Undead FB Goo, always a supporter, always just so nice, so friendly. Uh, a while ago, I mentioned my pug does frog splashes from the sofa. I had him in the vents with bruised back muscles, may limit his wrestling viewing. Undead FB Goo, you've got to get on there. That's like when I was a kid and I tried to DDT people until I realized it's not a good idea. You can't let your pug run wild. Like Hulk Hogan, bad things will happen. Although secretly, I do love that. Uh, see, deep down, we're all wrestling fans, even animals. It's instinctual. Uh, Ivan I in the super chat says, not quite enough said. I've lost 35 pounds going to the gym due to your inspiration. Six, seven days per week. Love it. Dude, again, much like other, I don't know. I know these tangents come up, but you'll have to forgive me. Positive asshole and all that. Blows my brain. That's my catchphrase for today. Hashtag blows my brain. If I was, again, you do the work, man. It's all you. I do nothing. But if I could have helped in even the slightest way to get you to go to the gym, especially six, seven times a week, again, just massively humble, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. I know you've been around for a while. I know you've been a big supporter. So I'm more than happy to give back however, however I can. Just thank you, everyone watching, for being nice people. Like, it's quite overwhelming to get told things like that and i think maybe sometimes it's important to to underline it it is it is pretty cool my man anthony taggle still smashing it still appreciate it when do you debut john morrison also how would you use him do we even know that he has signed with wwe like it is even official i'm starting to think maybe he hasn't <laughs> it was all just mistaken um in terms of when you would debut him i wouldn't debut him now i debut at the royal rumble to be honest to let him be a surprise entry i know that kind of sucks because he won't win it but he'll get a big surprise. He can get into some kind of feud. He can have a really good showing. And then we're off. It's one, make sure that it is bad <laughs> to begin with. It may all be in your head. My stream has stopped again. Oh, YouTube, why do you do this to me? I think we're all... Let me see where we are. Oh, I can't get any noise. I think we're all right. Point is, make sure that you are actually losing your hair. Make sure that you are actually receding. And if you are, and there's no going back, just shave it off. And I promise you, within four to six months, you won't even remember that you had hair. You'll embrace it. Um, I mean, everyone says to me that I look better with a bald head, but I don't think that way because I've only been bald. I was 28 when I shaved my head, so I've only been bald for a few years. Well, more than that now. But um, yeah, I had 28 years with hair. <laughs> so it's going to take a while before I accept that, but you'll be fine. I promise you. It's not, I, free, I used to ask my girlfriend at the time every day. I used to bend my head over. Is it worse? Is it worse? Is it worse? Is it worse? She should have punched me in the face. And then I did it and I was like, it wasn't even a big deal. I promise you, I promise you, you will be fine. Uh, Anthony Tagland Super Chat says, watch Eddie versus Brock No Way Out 2004. Absolutely. Definitely watch Eddie versus Brock No Way Out 2004. It's a great match. Also watch Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio from Halloween Havoc 97? 96? You'll find it. You'll Google it. You'll find it amazing. One of the uh, one of the best uh, one of the best matches uh, matches ever. Um, someone's moaning that basic comments get ignored. I'm guessing it's not that dude. It's that we get a lot of comments. Uh, I can't go through every single one, but obviously, if someone does a super chat, it comes up in colours. And it's a bit like a shop, right? That's how I treat it. If somebody gives in, I want to give back. But I still massively appreciate your watching. And every now and then, I do try and go over as many comments as I can. But, you know, they move so fast, it would be impossible. I'm certainly not ignoring you. And I do massively appreciate you being here. But as always, I'm trying to be transparent. I'm trying to be honest. Uh, AJ Parker throws in there. The ladder match. Razor versus Sean for the IC title. That's at WrestleMania is great. Absolutely another one to watch. Uh, and while you're there, you should probably watch Brett versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 2. 
not WrestleMania 2, from WrestleMania as well. Uh, you, you will also enjoy that. Uh, Fashionable Time Wasted in the Super Chat says, Hey, Simon, once I'm better, I want to get into exercising again, but I can't get to the gym as I live in the middle of nowhere. What are your go-to exercises that don't need big gear? I do have weights. Dude, man, I swear, just go on Google and type in home workouts or home weight workouts. You will find so many. There are loads that you can do. Even if you're just doing press-ups and chair dips and pull-ups on doors... Um, and some kind of thing with weights, be it bicep curls, tricep, whatever. I promise you can you can get a good workout anywhere. I, I learned that. I was a Triple H quote to tie it back into wrestling. Triple H said, "If you can't, if you're in the middle of India, you can find a barn with a weight in it, and you can have a good workout if you know what you're doing." And he's a hundred percent right. I've been in crazy positions where all I've got is a bench and like a twenty k dumbbell, and I found a way to have a good workout. You just got to learn what you can and can't do. Type in home workouts. And honestly, man, because even if you say all you could do was press ups, pull ups, sit ups and dips, you just have to vary it and stuff. So maybe you do 100 reps or maybe you do 10 reps with only 10 seconds rest. Like, but your body, you just need to make sure that your body is reacting to the resistance you're giving it and you'll see results. But there are so many good articles out there. I've read a lot of them. T Nation is good. T Nation is a good site. My man Prish in the super chat says, listening to you instead of playing Red Dead 2, it's just out. Well, Red Dead 2's only just been released there. Wow, amazing. I love to know that kind of stuff. That's, uh, that, that, that's awesome. Because it came out here, what? A year ago? When did Red Dead 2 come out here? I couldn't get into Red Dead. I knew it was an amazing game, but it was just it was just too much. Was it PC has just come out? And a PC came out 2618. I don't no one needs to know this. I need to know this. It did come out 2618. Wow, Red Dead 2's been out a year. Oh, time moves too fast. Um Raghaven N says Edge versus Cena Ladder match at Unforgiven 2006, the best match of their rivalry. All of these are good matches. These are all homework, should you wish to have homework. Go watch all the matches that we've talked about today. And Ivan Alvarez said, did you watch the Masvidal versus Diaz fight? I did. Let's talk about UFC for a little bit. That works. That's kind of wrestling. It's combat sports. I am going to have an opinion that's going to annoy people, which is fine. I agree with the stoppage. But I watch combat sports very differently from other people, it seems, because I care, first and foremost, about the health of the competitors. I understand being disappointed that a fight gets stopped, but I think certain fights with cuts that Diaz had should have been stopped and haven't. The problem with that is, much like the AEW stuff we were talking about earlier, WWE, that then conditions you to think, oh, well, we shouldn't stop fights for that, where personally, I think that we should. Also, if a doctor, a medical professional, has looked at it and gone, this guy can't fight, I think we should all go, yes, doctor, we agree with you. Like, that boxer died in the ring a couple of months ago or a month or so ago that's the worst thing in the world there's nothing worse and you're never going to stop people fighting that is what they want to do uh, and it sucks because it sucked i would still say that masvidal was winning but it still sucks especially because it was for the bmf championship but that is the most important thing i'm sure they'll arrange a rematch i agreed with it i think you should stop wrestling match if the injury looks bad i think someone just come out and stop it no one agrees with me people always go nuts uh on twitter and stuff but meh you know, that, that's what I think. And once again, always going to be transparent and honest. Uh, Joe Tremonte in the Super Chat says, you would be surprised how much your positive attitude can truly help people just when they need it most. Joe, you've done it now as well. It's like a humbling, a humble pie today. That's very kind, Joe. I guess I don't think of it like that. I just try and be, I'm not positive all the time, by the way. Like, I can be a miserable so-and-so too. Of course I can. Some people are like, how are you positive all the time? I'm not, but... When we're sat here talking about wrestling or things that I love or things that I'm passionate about, even when it's crap, I'm still going to love it. I don't want wrestling to go away. I don't want WWE to die, even with all the terrible stuff in Saudi Arabia. I want it I want it all to thrive, and I want everyone to make loads of money. And that goes for me, you, Jill that lives down the road, Seth Rollins, 
Cody Rhodes, Sammy Guevara, everyone. I want everyone to be happy and successful. Even uh, even um, uh, you know people that we may not we may not even know. <laughs> Someone says, "I know I'm only a lowly black text, but who is your Premier League team, dude? Man, you, you don't be so silly. I'm an Arsenal fan. I know everyone goes nuts, but I use that as a cheap plug to say you can watch me on uh, Arsenal Nation, the official Arsenal." Um, I don't know what you call it. I guess social media video. It's on Facebook, Twitter. I'm doing my next one in a couple of weeks. So yeah, you can, you can come watch me there. In terms of my wrestling date, I will let you in on a little uh, little secret. I am taking, I'm taking this weekend off wrestling. I'm taking a couple of weeks off uh, just to let some injuries heal up. Nothing serious. I've just got a few niggles. And after I was out for eight months, let's not forget, with a shoulder injury, I am being far more self-aware and far more smart and realizing that if I feel like I need a break, to take a break. Uh, I'm not going to do it very much. Uh, because that's not how resting works. It's not what I want to do. But in this instance, I was like, you could probably give your body some downtime. Uh, so that is uh, that is what I'm going to do. But I will then be back the following weekend when I have a bunch of uh, dates. And at that point, I promise you, I will have my proper schedule with locations and we can share them on here. Uh, right, we'll start going to wrap up now. If you've got any final questions, throw it in there. I'll answer as many as I can. We'll do quick fire round. And again, of course, ups and downs is usually up. It's already up, I should say. Usually we are now heading over to What Culture Wrestling to do the ups and downs. Make sure when we're done here, you go watch Raw Ups and Downs. Let me know if you agree. Let me know if you don't agree. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling. Please do subscribe to me. If you're watching this live on YouTube right now, you can just smash the subscribe button. Or if you're listening to this on audio, you think, I'd like to see Miller's face, just type in Simon Miller. You will find my, uh, my picture of me in my old wrestling gear. Need to update that, but give me a subscribe. And yeah, we're, are we on the, we on the um, what do you call it? On the path to 100,000. What are we on? I said this earlier. I forgot 87.3. We call it 87. So basically 13,000 people to go. That's a lot of people. I wouldn't expect that to happen this year. But, you know, every subscription is, is appreciated. And we do get to 100,000. I promise we'll do something big. Uh, and then FB Goo, the super chat says, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt versus Joey Janelle and Jimmy Havoc on AEW Dark. That will be interesting. Yeah, I, I, it scares me. I mean, Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt will go crazy. And we know that Joey Janela and Jimmy Havoc don't care about their bodies. I'm looking forward to AEW Dark. Though they've done it. This is not me throwing shade on main event. But I prefer the way AEW approaches that stuff. I don't need the, I don't ever feel like I need to watch main event. I do feel like I need to watch AEW Dark because, you know, again, I've been educated that good stuff will be on that or at least dynamite-worthy stuff will be on that. Mojo Rawley's just on main event. I love Mojo Rawley, but he never gets pushed properly. <laughs> and my man, Stan, who just says, just for hand on heart, all the positivity to you, all the positivity back to Stan, another person that's been smashing it in the gym recently and just a good dude all around. And Ashley Reynolds says in Super Chat, your pick on the Survivor Series women's match winner, I'm all in with Shayna Baszler. I want, it sucks to be Bailey. I feel like she's going to be an afterthought. I want Shayna Baszler to win. And I somehow want to build a massive program to WrestleMania 36, which is Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch in a proper match. Maybe even get Ronda Rousey in there as well. And you do a bit of a triple threat. That is what I would like to see. Not saying it is going to happen, but I'm also a massive Shayna Baszler fan. Like you can go back to any NXT pay-per-view that I've done and see that I absolutely love it. <laughs> well, love her, I should say. I think she's awesome. Just like people that kick ass. It's nice and simple when you're watching wrestling. That person kicks ass. I'm going to get behind them. I think she should hold the title for six months. That's what I think. I, I do think Becky Lynch should take the pin too. Uh, Bailey will probably take I don't know what you do, but that's what I, that's just my opinion. Uh, on that note, thank you so much for watching. Sorry we're delayed today. Tomorrow, unless something terrible happens, 1 p.m. GMT, I'm going to try Simon Miller's gaming show. It'll be live. It'll be streamed. We'll just talk about games. Uh, I'll keep doing it for a while, but I would appreciate people tuning in, people watching. It'd be very much similar format to this. 
And yeah, we, we can review some stuff. We'll talk some news. We'll talk Call of Duty, Gears of War, anything that comes up. But in the meantime, uh, enjoy your wrestling weeks. So much crazy stuff to go, as there always is. And I'll see you when I see you. That's about it. I gotta find my off button now, which I always struggle to do. It just happens. But no, I should say this. Thank you to everybody that watches. Thank you to everyone that subscribes. Thank you to everybody that has helped me out on the Patreon right now and sent me messages after they've signed up. Always makes me smile. And if you have thrown some money in the super chat today, you just make my day. You really, really do. The support is incredible. Again, it means the world. I'll see you when I see you.